0: You are listening to the Hope Church Weekly Message Podcast. Hope Church is located in Cleaver, Texas and meets on Sundays. Pastor Todd and the preaching team desire for this message to bring life in a dark world. For more information about Hope Church, visit hopechurchcleaver.com. By show of hands, I'm not judging anybody. I just want to know I'm talking to today, okay? By show of hands, how many thinks you're actually a good friend? By raising your hand, you're a good friend. Oh, not ashamed. They're not ashamed in here. They first service like I don't know. I'm not sure, but I mean, y'all are y'all are proud. Y'all are good friends. Good, good. We'll see. We'll see as we go on if you evaluate yourself. I I evaluated myself this week. Wow, I made like a D plus. I think a D plus. So maybe you're better than me about the, being a good friend. Hopefully you are. Oh, hello. And I was thinking, today I'm, I'm going to talk about a good friend I have, but not about my wife. She is obviously my best friend in the world, but I have a best friend that's a guy that I've known, man, it's over 30 years. I've known him over 30 years. And if you, if you he's, he's came before the church, he's a real tall guy, very tall, so it looks like a, uh, what's the movie, uh, Twins, so, yeah, uh, who, who, who am I? Danny DeVito, yeah, and he's Arnold Schwarzenegger, it looks like that, but it's funny, if you go back to our kids' programs in church, not a lie, if I had the video, I would show you we're the same height, that's not a lie, like seven, eight years old, nine, we were all the same height, I think, we're close, okay, and I don't know what happened, but I, after like fifth grade, and I never grew anymore, it Was it? It's all I had right here, fifth grade, and he just kept going and going and going, he's like 6'4", so, I mean, it is what it is, it's cool, but no, I love the guy, he's a good guy. But if you you don't know him and you've seen us together, you would think, what an odd pairing. What an odd pairing. Because here's some qualities he has. He's smart. He's an entrepreneur. I'm I'm not lying. He sees something, he goes out and gets it. I mean, he's very creative with his hands. He can build things. I mean, he just got on with a project in Seminole where I'm from, a rent house. And it looks, I mean... The dude has skills, okay? Mad skills. This house looks amazing, okay? He's good at that kind of stuff. He played in band. I can barely play the radio. I mean, so it's a weird combination. It's just weird how, we, how God brought us together, but in a weird way, we complement each other. I love sports. He likes sports now. He has a daughter that's good at volleyball. When we were growing up, he did not like sports, and he was not good at them. But that's okay. He grew into it. But it's funny how God brings people together. Because we needed each other. We needed each other. And so today, I just want to share about five qualities. I think, this is my opinion again, don't, this is not, no, this is Grant's opinion. Five qualities to make a good friend. And I think without these qualities, it's really hard to be a good friend. I think, it's my opinion. So just bear with me here. And we're gonna start with number one, or the first point, sorry, not, they're not in order. Number one is authenticity. How I many know what that word means? Authenticity. What does it mean when you say you're authentic? You're real. You're real. That's right. You're real. And the only thing I can think of that makes sense is if you go to a place that sells jerseys, autographs on them. Now, I'm, I don't buy these because they're too expensive. So just, I think I that's think what happens. They have little tickets on them. Little, little tickets or something. And it has a ticket of authenticity. It's real. That means you know it's legit. Right? Like... Like one time my son, for his birthday, I can't guarantee that was authentic, the Shaquille O'Neal signing, but it probably was a stamp. You know, you know what I'm saying, right? It probably wasn't him actually signing it. But these jerseys are actually the athletes signing them. Put them in a case, you buy them. That's authentic. That's real. They really did it. So when you're a good friend, you're authentic. You're real. That means, well, first, let me tell you the verse. The verse is, Who can say, I have made my heart pure, I am clean and without sin? Question mark. How, we talk about this all the time in church, how it's so simple, how it's so simple to come in this place and if somebody asks, and I'm not picking anybody, Walter. I'm not picking, I'm really not. But if Walter said, hey, Grant, how you doing? For me to always say, man, Walter, I'm awesome, highly favored, everything's going great, amazing, man, crazy good. Every time he sees me, I say that to him my opinion, that's not being authentic. Because every day in my life is not amazing. Every day in my life is not good. And every day in my life, I don't feel like I'm highly favored. Although I am, I believe that Jesus has made me that way. But every day, I don't feel that way. Right. So some days, if Walter asks me, how am I doing? The proper thing to say is, Walter, I've seen better days. I've had better days, man. But I'm okay. That's being authentic. That's real. And see, you can't be real with somebody unless you have that relationship with them. Because to be honest with you, if you don't have the relationship with somebody and you're real, they don't really care how you're doing. That was, that was just conversational piece. People really don't care unless they really know you. That's true. It is. Because really, nobody wants you to sit, if you don't know them good, they don't want you to sit down and tell them how bad your week was. I would just want to make a conversation. I'm sorry. They don't want really to care about all your. But if you know them, it's okay to say, you know what, man? If you could get me in your prayers, I'm having a rough week today. This week's been rough. And they'll respect that because you're authentic. They know you're a friend to them, a good friend, right? So be authentic. Be, be a real person. And it says sometimes it's easy. I already said to put a happy face on pretend everything is well. And it's always, and, and, but that's not always the truth. A good friend the same person. This is so cool to me. A good friend is the same person if I'm beside Walter or I'm not beside Walter. I'm the same person. And he's the same person. A good friend's that way. I don't have to question my friend Corey. I don't have to think about, what is he doing right now? Let me see, it's 11.50, he goes to the baptist here, 30 out for lunch. But, I mean, yeah, so they're out to lunch already, he beat me to lunch again, but he's probably eating lunch with his family. His daughter, maybe his son is there with him. And if I called him right now, he's the same person if he was sitting right here in front of me. No different. And I'll take it to the bank. i put all the money I have on it. He's the same guy. And if you know him, these people know him. He's, 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 uh, he's solid. That's the kind of friend you want to be. You want to be that person where if I'm with you, John, you don't have to, You know I'm there. And if I'm not with you, you know I'm the same person. If you see me at Walmart, see me at Brears, which I go there a lot, Brears. And uh, yeah, I do really like four times a week. But yeah, but you're the same person. You're authentic. You're real. You're genuine. Be that friend. Be that kind of friend. Number two. And as these go on, they get way harder. Just want you to know, <laughs> trust me, they get way more difficult. Loyalty, being loyal. <laughs> this is so sad. I'm going to say this, but in 2022, these things that I'm talking about are lost art. Nobody knows what being loyal is anymore. If you want out, you can get out. If anything, anything. Oh, I don't want to do this. I'm out. Oh, there's no no commitment. Oh, co- whoa, you said commitment? I, no, I'm out. No, being loyal. Being loyal. That's what the Bible says about being loyal. It says, Proverbs 17, 7. Somebody fix this for me. Thank you from last service. I was not reading the right scripture. But it says, a dear friend will love you no matter what. Well, let's say that again. A dear friend will love you no matter what. And a family sticks together through all kinds of trouble. I'm going to go back to this story. We were probably we were in a youth group together. And the youth pastor had us do a scavenger hunt. We had to go all over town and do these crazy things. And I remember uh, we had to go to McDonald's. Be like six people in our group. We had to get down and make a pyramid. You know what I'm talking about? Where you get two on the bottom or three on the bottom, two on top, one on the very top. We had to do it in McDonald's. And the park had to take a picture of us. That was one of our deals we had to do. And I remember going all through town doing crazy things. And I was getting very agitated at him because he wasn't going as fast as I wanted him to go. And I was probably being more ugly than I should have been. I got really at him. Okay. I remember getting back to church and we were yelling at each other. I mean, we were yelling because we didn't win. And if you know me, that's not good enough. We're playing a game. We're trying to win. we got to win, right? He didn't care as much about winning as I did, but I want to win. We didn't win. It's okay. Not really. But, and so we get back to the church. And we were yelling and fussing. I said, I'll see you later. I just left. And so did he. I said, oh, no. Great. I hope I got a friend after this. But a friend, friendship we have is Loyal. We knew that was a a spit-spat, whatever it was, argument. It's going to be okay the next day, and it was. But, wow, that was a yell loud. But we knew, I knew he was a loyal friend. That was just a hiccup. See, be loyal. Be loyal. Stand behind somebody. Stand with them, right? When you're loyal, a loyal friend, you can go to your darkest point in your life, and you can look beside you, and that person will be there. That person will be there, guaranteed. I guarantee you right now, yeah, I'd take it all, if I, if I wasn't, if I, if I called him right now on the phone, I got my phone here, called him on his number, he would answer his phone, he would talk to me right now, as I'm preaching, talk to me. Not doing it. But, <laughs> but, he, remember, he's eating, he's bad, he's eating lunch right now. I'm not one bothers lunch. But, this is the kind of friend I am. And if I needed something, you know what I'd do? I'd call him, you know what, four hours away, he'd figure a way to get here. I made mean, the same. You need to be that kind of friend. You need to be that kind of friend. Because so many times, we say we're somebody, we say we're a good friend, because back in the day, man, you said, it's about to get tough, we buckle up, let's go, let's do it. Today, you say it's getting tough? Let me know how it turns out. I'm back here waiting on you to get back. Yeah. Wait a minute. You're my friend, no? I need you to go with me, beside me. Authenticity, loyalty. You gotta have, two, you gotta have both of those. You have to. I won't say that part. Number three, number three is honesty. Ooh. You know, as kids, we, hopefully you were raised to tell the truth. I'm, I'm, I'm not judging your parents or you. I'm just saying, hopefully you are raised to tell the truth. You were honest. In my house, that's like a, I'm to say it the right way and be nice and yet firm. That was like a deal breaker for us. If you can't be honest with us, that's really a deal breaker. And you have to understand something. If you can't be honest with somebody, what else are you not honest about? I mean, yeah, you say, well Grant, it was just a little white lie. We told our kids that mess don't fly. There's no white lies. It's a lie. There's no colors to lies. Lies are lies. Period. And we didn't play lies in our house. We told our kids, if you tell me the truth... You're going to get in trouble, but if you lie and I find out, it's going to be worse. You get it? You're still going to be in trouble, but at least you told me the truth. I respect that. But if I go around and find out some other way that you lied, you're getting it. I mean, you might be close to death. And that's not a joke. My kid's sitting right there. He can tell you the truth. It wasn't a game. Be honest. And listen to what the Bible says about being honest. This is the Bible. It's not me. I didn't write it, I promise. Proverbs 12, 17 says... Truthfulness marks the righteous, but the habitual liar can never be trusted. Wow. But the habitual liar can never be trusted. I remember when I, I can tell you a story one time, my mom, I lied to my mom straight to her face, and I wasn't the kind of person that lies. I just didn't do it. I respect my mom more than that, but I got caught up in something, and she kind of caught it, and. And I thought I had it made, okay? And I told her, no, Mom, that wasn't me. And so she brought me back. And anyway, long story short, she caught me up in a lie. And I was caught up in it. I lied to her face. i never forget it. She was very mad, man. But it wasn't the part being mad about it. She cried because I hurt her. She cried and said, you're telling me your own mom wasn't worth the truth. I felt like she hit me in the gut. I apologized. I, but let me tell you something. When you lie to somebody, it's a process to get back where it needs to be. They don't just automatically trust you again. You know that, right? If they do, you better keep that friend forever for good. But it's usually a process. Process. You know, hey, let's take baby steps because I don't know if I can trust you all the way, but maybe we can get there again one day. And now me and mom, it's been a long time ago. I would, I'd never done it again that, to her. I felt so terrible. But be honest. Be a kind of friend that's honest. And I'll tell you something else about a friend that's honest. <laughs> this is really good here. Kind of. But sometimes when you're an honest friend, you got to tell your friends sometimes things that hurt, but they need to hear. Growing up, all grown up, and I know I'm a terrible parent, but that's okay. They're my kids, not yours. You raise yours, I raise mine. Let's do it that way. But when my kids are growing up, I never lied to my kids about how they did things, how their activities went, how they did their sports activities. Went. I never lied to them. If they sing it on stage, I never lied to them. You can add, he's right here, he's almost 23. When he played basketball and he came back, how I do, Dad? I would tell you the honest, brutal truth and am I lying or not? Thank you. If it was bad, I said, that was bad. If it was great, I said, that was awesome. But I never gave my kids false praise. Never, because that is not truth, that's a lie. Oh, you did so good. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Don't say that. My mom is the world's worst. She would go to games and do that. Oh, good job, Broderick. Said, go, go, go somewhere else. Go. I can't I can't do this. I can't I can't do this. Go somewhere else. At your house, you can do that, not mine. Can't do that. But your kids are worth telling the truth to. Because how are they gonna get better? If you always praise them when they make mistakes, they're not going to get better. So I didn't praise them for being bad. I said, You could do better. You're better than that. Yeah, I know. I get so crazy looks. I'm like, Man, you're a terrible dad. It's okay. Hey, look, he's right there in church right now with his family. I don't know. I did too bad. Just saying. So let's be honest. Let's be an honest friend. Authentic, loyal. Honesty. Because guess what? That hard thing you might tell your friend, they might need exactly that that day. You might have stopped them doing something they shouldn't have done because you're honest with them. It's okay to tell your friend, hey, that's really not you, man. You don't act that way. You really don't. Only on TikTok, right? Yeah, true story. But only on that. But you're better than that. See, your friend needs to hear things like that. Not always, well, come here, buddy. Let me cuddle you. No, be honest. Hey, man, it's not you. Straighten up. Straighten up. You're a better man. You're a better woman than that. I know how you act. It's not the way you do it. We need to hear that sometimes from our good friends. Understand me. I'm talking about a good friend. You can't come off the street and talk to people the way they'll punch you in the face. But your good friend, you can talk to them that way. It's okay. You've built that relationship, that respect, that trust. Remember, authenticity. If they are all these things, they'll, they'll, they'll line up with you. Number four, it just gets better from here. Huh. Yeah. Trustworthiness. Trustworthiness. Now, read this scripture, you're going to look at me like, that is not in the Bible. Well, I want if you if you got a Bible, you can get your little deal out, and you can look it up for yourself when I'm telling you what the verse is. The verse is Proverbs 20, verse 19. And I quote, this is what it says. A blabbermouth will reveal your secrets. So stay away from people who can't keep their mouth shut. A blabbermouth will reveal your secrets. So stay away from people that can't keep their mouth shut. Has anybody ever told you something secret? Confidential? And they told you that in the start of it? Guess what? It's not your job to go tell somebody else. They trusted you. You get the word trustworthiness. They had trust in you. They put their self-faith that you weren't going to do that. There's nothing more besides lying. This is the second thing that makes me angry. When I tell somebody my heart, and they go down the road and tell somebody else, and I hear them say the same thing I just told them, guess what happens here? Me and so-and-so. I can't trust him saying anything. I can't say anything to him anymore. We I can't say anything important, I can't tell you. Because you'll tell everybody else. It's not a good friend. That's not a good friend. Nobody wants a friend like that. Nobody. It's not your job to tell other people's business. If they want somebody to know, they can tell them. Right? Now, spouses, it's not, you can look at each other. I'm not saying I tell my wife everything. Let's clear this up real fast. So I, it's always been that way with me and her. We had a, uh, I'll just say, can I say a leader? I'll, I'll say a pastor. I had a pastor one time that said, sometimes there's things you don't even need to tell your wife. You just keep them between you and the person. We don't we don't play that game. You know, she knows everything I know. And so let me make myself clear. If I know it, she knows it. I'm just, just going to tell you the truth. Because... It's not healthy, I don't think, for a marriage to hold things. That's a marriage counsel thing, but I'm just saying it's not healthy for me to hold something back that I know from her. It's just not healthy, and I don't do that, so, ever. But I will say, there's conversations I have in my office with people, and when I shut that door to that office, it stays in the office. See, I don't feel like it's my job to tell everyone's business. That wouldn't be, that wouldn't be a good pastor. If I shared everything I know everybody tells me, I'm a terrible person I do that. So be trustworthy. Let people have faith that when they tell you something, man, you're you're there. And that's it. Nothing else. Right? A trustworthy friend allows you to put guards up. You know that? Totally trustworthy friend you can put guards up. And we can be real with them. Like I said before, authentic friend. You can be real with them. You can be. You can tell them anything. And they're not going to go blabber everywhere else. It's going to stay right there with you two. There's things that my friend Corey, then we'll probably go to the grave knowing about each other. That's okay. I like it that way. Just me and him, growing up, there's things that nobody knows about. Probably not your our moms. Probably our moms, because their moms are crazy, they know everything, I don't know how, but they do. But maybe our moms and God, that's probably it. Okay? But there's things, it's okay, it's okay to have a friend you can trust so much in. Okay. Um, let's see, the last thing. Last thing. Once again, we talk about this all the time at this church. It's what we're about, but love. Love. It's hard to be a good friend if you don't love. I'll say this. It's impossible to be a good friend if you don't love. And this verse, it didn't change here. It still says that. It's John, though, right? Yeah, it didn't change here. John 15, 13 says, For the greatest love of all is a love that sacrifices all. And this great love is demonstrated when a person sacrifices his life for his friend. What that means to me is putting my agenda, my hurts, my desires, my dreams, scooting them over for my friend. My things don't matter. You matter. We have the great example of all Jesus Christ is a great example of this. He died on the cross for people that he did know, but people he's never seen before. Me and you. He never physically saw us before, but he knew us, but he gave his life for us. He took everything of ours on him and he sacrificed his self for us. That's what this is talking about. Sacrificing everything for a friend. You need to be that friend. I told you before, there's only a handful, handful of people in this world that I would die for. And I do believe that my best friend, I would probably die for him. Honestly, I would. I feel that much. Yeah, I know it's not cool to say guys love each other, but he'd probably say the same thing. I mean, I love, I love Corey, and Corey loves me. We've known each other over 30 years. I mean, who, how can you not? We've been through a lot of stuff together. And what's cool about a friend like him, he knew my mess, and he's still a friend of me anyway. He knew I was a messed up kid with a mom that was divorced living where I lived at and he never once said anything about where I lived. He'd come to my house all the time and play games. And his, in his household, mom and dad were together and they were, they were pretty good to do. They, they had good jobs and they, they were good. And he always invited me over. His mom would fix dinner. We would just play games and never treated me different. She called me her like a bonus son to her. What? You you know who I am, right? Yeah, he knew exactly who I was. And he loved me anyway. That's what it's talking about. The verse is talking about that right there. That's the kind of love I'm talking about. To be a good friend, you got to be authentic. Right? We agree. Got to be authentic. You got to be loyal. Have a little loyalty, which please, please, please. You got to be honest, trustworthiness, and last but not least, you have to love. And I say this all the time. We say here, "Love God, love people," right? That's how that's we, we believe that. We, we walk that. Understand, you can't love God without loving people, and you can't love people without loving God. You can't do one or the other. It's both or none. Yeah, it's both or none. I mean, I break that. That's a news, news flash, but you can't say, "Oh, I love Jesus. Go to hell. It's impossible. It's literally impossible. That's, that's really borderline. Literally borderline. I'm serious. You're literally almost mocking. If you love God, you automatically have to love people. Is it easy? By, 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 by no way it's easy. No way. I struggle every single day loving people, but I do. I could tell you story after story I have to start about me and my friend. And you would say, man, how are y'all friends? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Only by the grace of God to give me someone like that that would help me through life when it got hard. I have no idea. But I'm thankful. I'm thankful. I mean, what friend over 30 years would come to your church and sitting on Sunday and surprise you? Not knowing he was coming, I had no idea. But he showed up. So guess what that means for me? I gotta do the same thing. So he one up me. Thanks a lot. Thank you. He one up me. So I gotta find do the same thing one day. Anyway, but be a good friend. You know it's gonna get tough, and guess what? It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be so easy. It's not gonna be good days every day. You're not gonna hold hands through the flowers and sing together all the time. It's impossible. But you can know when times get tough. Just a phone call away, or a drive away. Cherish that friend cherish it. Because they say in your lifetime, you only have like three to four friends like that in your life. That's it. If you're lucky enough to have that, I have one. That's him. That's okay though. I want that. That's what I want. God knew I needed just one and he gave me the perfect one. Right? So let's do our best today. Like I said, when I did this I reevaluated myself in my, my, up, my, my room upstairs. I was sitting there. I was reading this. I'm like, okay, I'm going to evaluate myself. Let's see. Am I on that? Oh, my gosh. Really? Seriously? I barely passed. I mean, like a D plus, But I made a D plus. Okay? But no, I, I re-evaluated. Am I a good friend? Am I somebody that wants to be friends with? Last story, and I'll, I'll be done. And this is not praising me. This is just a story. Just hear me out. I was at work last night and I'm sitting there we have to Noah can understand what I'm saying we had to go to the computer and do like a little class and take a you know you do it all the time at your job I was doing the same thing every week once a week once a week You got to do it and they hound you about it all the time blah 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 love you Walmart DC and uh, so I was in the office doing that and the boss the boss was in the office and the door was open and this guy gentleman came in and he said I need to talk to you so-and-so and um, he said but Grant's sitting there and he goes oh Oh my, that guy—he's solid as a rock. He's gold. I remember one time he asked me to come to a trunk or treat. She just mentioned this to a trunk or treat with my kids, and I brought them, and they had a blast. He invited me to come to trunk or treat. You know, the sad thing is, I don't even know this guy's name. I see him every day at work, and I do not know his name. And so it hurt me. I'm like, okay, God, I don't know this guy. I feel bad that I—I I didn't know how to respond you been there? Like he just gave me a compliment. I don't know how to respond to him. Thank you is not enough. So I let it go. And I found him later that night and I walked up to him and said, you know, man, I appreciate your words of kindness. Give him a fist pump. I said, you don't know that that meant a lot to me. And guess what we're doing this year? Trunk or treat again, but we're up in the ante. He goes, really? What are you going to do? And so I kind of told him a little vision about we're going to have it at this year. It's going to be bigger and better. He goes, Let me know when it gets closer. I'm going to bring my kids. I said, I know you will. See, I'm going to reiterate what Tina was saying earlier. You don't know who's watching you. You don't know who's watching you. Every day you have eyes on you. Every day you have eyes watching how you act, how you react, how you speak. They're watching you. What are you, what are they reading in your book? What are they reading in your book? Are they reading Love, God, Love, People? I hope so. I hope so. That's what we're about here. Love God. Love people. You can't have one without the other. Oh, that's good. You can't have one without the other. Anyway, see, I work with Pastor Todd way too much. I'm telling you, it rubs off on you bad. I can't help it. Anyway, but when I got up here, I was thinking of a song. Like, man, what's a... not? You don't sing this, Mom. Just This is a song that I'm in my head thinking. It's not... We don't want to sing it. I'm just... Thank you out loud. I was thinking of a song, and I think that Paul, we went to the people's, the, uh, what's the place called? We go to sing? Uh-huh. Bristol, Bristol, Bristol Park. And I think Paul sang this. from What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. I was thinking, what a cool song on being a good friend. There's no better friend than Jesus. What a perfect example of what a good friend is. Jesus is real, authentic as it gets. He's loyal as it comes. He doesn't lie. He's honest. He can't. The Word says he can't lie. Right? That's what it says. The Word says, you know he's trustworthy, and he loves you. So what a friend we have in Jesus. See, we're trying to be like him. You get that, right? I think we get mixed up and saying, Oh, I'm going to be like Jesus. And you think automatically, oh, well, I prayed the prayer. I'm just like Jesus now. No, 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 honey, you're not. You're not close. You're not even close. You got a work in progress, but it's a work in progress. We're trying to become more like him. You get it? You're never going to be Jesus. There's only one Jesus, but you can become more like him every day. So what a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. He took it all on his shoulders for us. For us. So now, as we go today, if you have that friend you haven't talked to in a while, but tell your good friend, give him a call today. Say, hey, just thinking about you. Seeing how your family's doing, or if they have no family at all, or how are you doing? Just thinking about you and praying for your family and you. And just see, man, be a good friend to them. That's what it's about. We can't do this life on our own. It's impossible. We think we can, but we really can't. We need each other. So, to end this, the best way I know how. The only way we can be authentic. The only way we can be loyal. The only way to be honest. The only way to have tr- be trustworthy. Only way to love is to have Jesus inside of your heart. That's sort of the only way. I don't see how it can happen any other way. Because if Jesus is not living here, it's hard to love people. I'm going to tell you now, straight truth. It's hard to love people if Jesus don't live inside your heart. It's hard if he does live in your heart. I can't imagine if he doesn't live in your heart. So today, before you leave, I'm going to give you an opportunity. If you don't know Jesus today, and you want to know him, you're in the best place. Best place. And trust me when I say something. People always say this. It's a cop-out. But listen to this. You will be the best decision you ever made. Period. Period the best decision you ever made. Hands down. I know people that are saved always tell you that. You'll make no better decision than being saved. I know you hear it all the time, but I'm telling you the truth. There's no better decision than to give your life to Jesus. You won't regret it. Will it be hard? Come on, guys. Life's hard. If you didn't have Jesus, it's still hard. So you need him anyway. It's going to be hard no matter what. Sometimes I have a friend like him in your life, right? So if Noah can do his magic with the lights and if you want to know about love I just got a text message that says I won't reveal the person because it's not Pastor Todd I promise it's 1 Corinthians 13 1 through 7 read that when you get home that, that, that those verses will blow your mind about love and if you don't have it, you blow your mind. So I'm going to say a little short prayer. It's really simple. I don't. I don't think we need to make it hard and difficult. It's going to be real short, sweet, and to the point. Because the word says, that if you believe in your heart and you ask Jesus to come and forgive you your sins, you believe that He's been raised from the dead. The word says you're saved. And there's no stipulation. See, we put these. We put these stipulations on this and say, well, only if you do this or only. That. That's not what my Bible says. My Bible doesn't say if this happens or this happens. It just says if you do that, you'll be saved. Just like that.